It's Rotten Treasure with special guest, Petals of Support! There's too many hormones, there's too many tremors, but I like to watch it for the Rotten Treasure. Woo! Hi! Welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watch The Muppets Take Manhattan. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell. With me, as always, is the other host, Kai Bobby. Hi, Jim. Hi, Kai. How are you? I don't know why I just sounded like a Southern Belle right there. Like, hey, Jim. <laughs> like, <Hi>. hey, Jim. <laughs> like, I just got really flattered and excited to see you. Um, hi. Oh, Do you my. know yeah. who's not a Southern Belle, I don't think? I don't, I don't it's know. It's our I'm guest. Not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome. Uh, wait, hang on. I have to say the 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 guest thing. Oh, it's all good. You, why don't you let's pull it back. Where, where where was a good spot in the the whole the speech that felt right? Like it felt like where did it go south? I stop interrupting me. Our guest today is she is the host of the Pedals of Support podcast. It's Mama D. That's better. There we go. Yeah. I don't know why Hi. I get all exclusive. Hello, welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry we we talked a bunch. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I wasn't sure when to say hi. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, sometimes it gets chaotic. I have nothing to do with it. Okay, Kai has everything to do with it. <laughs> what is your relationship with Muppets in general? Well, you know, it's funny because when I watched it, which I did, last night i realized that it was from 1984 mm-hmm. and yes. so i was seven so i think i saw this one in the movie theaters and it would make sense because my brother's like three years younger than me mm-hmm. so i am pretty sure this is one of those ones that we went and saw because it was like i remembered parts of it mm-hmm. but i want to say that this was a movie theater one so yeah now, the other ones, I'm not too sure if I watched, but I'm pretty sure this one is one that I saw in the theater because I'm that did, old. So <laughs> did you watch any of the like uh, the shows when they were on? Yes. Yes. Because you didn't have the I mean, my goodness, all the stuff that kids can watch nowadays or what my kids could watch. We didn't have that. There was Saturday morning cartoons. There was like these random ones that I can remember. But this is, you know, you watch the Muppets. Mm-hmm. So. It's kind of that step up from Sesame Street, you know, like you weren't little, but you weren't watching the big kid stuff yet. So. Oh, yeah, there's a there's a story that Matt Grading talked about one time where he uh, when he was like. Seven years old, he won a writing contest and then he got to be on like uh, some little kid show. And so and the person who was uh, interviewing was like, oh, you must have been so excited. He was like. No, I was seven, not three. (laughs) (laughs) It it always felt like, no, Sesame Street's for for three-year-olds. I'm a big boy now. I'm seven. I watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? (laughs) That's a big deal, honestly, because that show is terrifying, Jim. Um, I don't know if you remember it. It's really not that scary. Like, honestly, I'm trying. It was when you're four. Yeah. When the mask that you put on your face can't come off yeah it's scary that's goosebumps it's, oh, it's goosebumps that. why am i mixing yeah. that you're right yeah mm-hmm. same same difference uh, fine haunted bowling alley you get stuck into the body of a lizard these are all terrifying things to tell children like <laughs> um imagine being turned in, uh, transitioning into a lizard and being stuck in a well of other lizards who aren't sentient or, or like you like ugh. 
Yeah, no, no, that's just, you know, it's funny because when my, my oldest was really little, I, you know, you let him watch TV when you're doing stuff because I had another one. So, you know, I'm just whatever. So mm-hmm. I wasn't paying attention and he watched one of those. Oh gosh. They're like the real, like the haunting. Have you ever heard of the haunting? It's like a, maybe an hour show scared the living hell out of him. So Are you now talking about, he, um, the one on Netflix. It's not, it was like, oh, geez, this would have been 10 years ago, 12 years ago. So it was like on A&E maybe. Okay. Oh, and it, they were like true, like true yeah. paranormal. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Please yeah. uh, continue. Well, and he, I remember there was one episode that <laughs> I'm going to scare. Well, it's scary. There was like a wall and this person peeked around the wall and he's trying to tell me what he watched that scared the living hell out of him. And so he goes around the corner. He's like, the person did this and he peeks around and it scared the hell out of me. So, we, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, no, no. So now I, I started watching what they were watching a little bit better. You know, you can't trust them. So. I mean, no matter what, there's always going to be that movie that you're like. I was at my friend's house and I shouldn't have watched that movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have done it. You know, like yep. I understand yeah. that I found it. Doesn't mean I should have put it in the in the VCR. That was a bad decision. Sorry. Exactly. Anybody who's listening that doesn't understand what a VCR is, why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that was Wild Wild West for me. I watched Wild Wild oh. West and was like, I shouldn't have watched that. Is it, too, it was too much? Oh. No, I, don't I just Wild shouldn't have watched West. it. I remember it being bad. I remember even as a, I remember be, being oh. like a seven-year-old kid. It was the first PG-13 I watched, and I watched it on a, I watched it at a friend's house, and I was like, this isn't good. No. This is a well, bad movie. Well, and you know, like, I look back uh, on the movies that, like, we watch. Like, I remember watching 16 Candles with mm-hmm. um, my mom. And Didn't age well. Well, what you don't realize when you're you know, looking back is we watched it, but we didn't like go and, you know, go to Blockbuster. We're talking, it was on regular TV. So it was edited, but I didn't know that. And there's some scenes in 16 Candles that like, you don't tell your 16 year old son, like you have to watch this movie with mom. It's so good. And then you go find it on Netflix and you're watching and all of a sudden you're like boobs and you're screaming and he's freaking out. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't what I watch with mom. Like, I know mom and I did not watch this movie. So, yeah, it's still good. One of the best movies, in my opinion. So I can't think I've seen it in a very, very long time. Isn't the idea of like, is that the one where it's like, you're rich, I'm not. We can still be friends. I think no, that's pretty in pink. That's okay. pretty in pink. No, and, you know, and looking back, I mean, it's so not a good movie if you really think about the movie itself. But I think it's the memory of the movie that being with my mom when my dad was out of town watching it. I think that's why I love it so much. Mm-hmm. But you know, film, yes, because right. association was something that's great, right? But if you look back and you actually realize it's really not the best movie, but oh. I will still appreciate it. So it's a problematic movie. It is, but it's still a good movie. Exactly. Like you kind of go, okay, is it? Look, it's a good movie with good relationships and it's fun to watch. You're going to have to get through the very uncomfortable Asian stereotype. That, yes. And the fact that, you know, you put a drunk woman in a car, drunk girl in a car, and send her away with... Yeah, I mean, it's one of those, if you... And those are such horrible things. So you got to get past all that to appreciate, you know, but it's that memory. I think there's a bunch of them that I think, you know, they really kind of promoted being a stalker. Not a good thing. But it was such a good movie when I was 16. 
Yeah. yeah. Hey. Well, you take it into the context of the 80s. That mm-hmm. just would have been normal in right. movies and things. And you watch it. When you think of it then, you're like, yeah, yeah, that was a normal movie. And you watch it now, you're like, oh, no. Oh, this is all bad. Yeah. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have appreciated this. But, you know, so, like, it's still, like I said, it has good relationships and stuff like that. And it's fun. Mm-hmm. To it is fun I, to watch it. You just go, ooh, a lot of the movie. You know, like, I shouldn't laugh. But. You know, I'm going or, to laugh, and I should. Or you laugh. shouldn't be entertained or engaged or what have you. Like I, I I'm going to credit them this time. I swear, I'm going to have to look it up and find it. There's a podcast that I was a podcast. I always just all of a sudden go to Boston whenever I say podcast. <laughs> um, but I was listening to an episode that was about the craft, and they were just like, "I love this movie. Movies basically walk in trigger warning. It's just <laughs> yes, <laughs> right." Yeah. And then like I haven't seen the movie in so long, but I listened to that episode. I was like, "Holy crap!" I didn't realize that with a little young mind that I had. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you step away, things change a little bit, and you're kind of just like, okay, let's not have that be on TBS. <laughs> we don't really control <laughs> what we like. We just, we can, like, you kind of like it, and then you're just like, okay, I like this, mm. but I do have to acknowledge these things about it. Right. Trust me, we talked about eight weeks of Rocky movies, so yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Big time. Yeah. It's this podcast has been a lot of being like, so you're going to have to wave this, but also like you kind of can't. It's terrible. And like it, the whole podcast could not exist without waving something. I think every what we talk about there's There's not a single I'm, I'm like, maybe Brave Little Toaster is going to be safe, but it's probably not true. What did you say? There's there's got to be horrible things in Brave Little Toaster. I'm waiting for a franchise where it's just like, nah, there's nothing problematic in any of this. Well, there's a thing about Brave Little Toaster that I, I wanted to that kind of goes into the conversation we were just having which is brave little toaster scared the shit out of me as a kid (laughs) in the first five minutes of that movie an air conditioner kills himself (laughs) from from being so passionate about his feelings he's so mad he kills himself and then it gets worse it just gets worse from there a flower also kills itself a lot of things. Uh, uh, there's a junkyard of cars who are sing a song about accepting their death. Okay, I guess it's been a long time since I've watched this. <laughs> okay, you answered yeah. my question. Yeah, but <laughs> there's. It's just from a time though that they weren't afraid to show children anything. What do you mean? That's not on yeah. Paw Patrol. That's got to be. I don't they, watch. They made little kid movies back then, and they were just like. Look, look, kid. There are clowns in this world, and you're gonna have to get used to it. <laughs> and the clown's gonna set fire to your kitchen. You just gotta, <laughs> you just gotta get used to it, kid. And the kids have to get used to it. Whereas versus now, they're like have child psychologists who are like, maybe we shouldn't show this to a <laughs> to a person. But that that was kind of similar with Goosebumps, where they would just like some of the ends of those books would just be like. And everyone in his neighborhood stayed dead, except for him. <laughs> That's the end of the book. Get used to it, kid. Oh, no. Oh. Hey. Yeah, I don't know. I you're, you're making me think of that Disney movie that got taken. Like, don't look under the bed. That got taken off. Um, like, don't I can't look rotate. Under the bed. Yeah, because it was just too much. Uh, it was just it was scaring parents. They're just like, I can't. Uh, this is too much. Um, yeah, it's the, the, you know what uh, Kai's talking monster, about? It's it's no. making the monster under the bed um like a rel- like a relatable person. 
Um, yeah. Because yeah. why not? You know, actually, I appreciate that. But they also did it in a terrifying way <laughs> at times. Like some of the scenes are just really horrific. I don't know. I, I can't like I watched old uh, the first episode of Care Bears and it's just like, yeah, this guy's going to take you and bring you to the mountain. And it's like, Jesus. <laughs> but I guess a good episode to be like, or a good lesson on be like, yeah, if any like stranger tries to take you to the mountain. No, no. <laughs> don't do that. Care Bears you say no. Yeah. You hit him with a Care Bear stare and you say, no, I'm not going <laughs> to your mountain lair. So I guess I appreciate it for that. But my nephew's like, this is scary. I was like, I know. I'm also terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a little bit overwhelmed that like I'm reliving something I know I've already been terrified about. <laughs> so what I'm uh, saying is, Mamati, did you have anything like that? Yeah. <laughs> Where you you were just scared as a child? You know, I'm trying to think because, I mean, I think we my mom and dad were very big on regulating what we watched so no you know it wasn't oh. until i got older that cause, you know i didn't have a tv in my room mm-hmm. neither did my brother and it was just very we had one tv and to be honest we all watched it together and that's just what it was so they were very involved in what we saw and i don't think now, I remember Gremlins. Gremlins scared the hell out of me. Okay. And um, then I had the traumatic when you realized that the dad was down the chimney and he died. And so that was, you know, but it's not like scary necessarily, but it's kind of that like, holy hell, you know, like dad could be caught in a chimney. Which, like this is real. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kind of like, you know, like that fear you have of like quicksand. I really thought that quicksand was going to be a bigger problem in my life than it ever turned out to be like so far i haven't run into quicksand you have me looking but, around my room as if there's just going to be some emerging so like, big, just, like, just to be safe yeah i'm good <laughs> i just checked we're good yeah but, i think it was yeah. a i think there was like a tweet one time that was like uh yeah sorry i'm late for work there was a bit of quicksand on the 95 <laughs> So, yes, I mean, I really these are those things that, you know, and maybe they did shelter us a little bit, but I, I'm not too sure that was a really good thing either, um, where I've just been different with my boys. And I mean, obviously, I have one watching a haunting show, but sure. again, not to I did not promote that. I was not encouraged by mom. But I think that, you know, it's just I think that they're a little bit more equipped to handle things than I was. But, you know, it's just a different approach. Different parenting. It's honestly also just having the different experience uh with with like the movies you watch and don't watch is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh my partner is from a not TV watching family. So like I reference okay. them all the time. But the movies they do watch, they have a lot they like Christmas family Christmas vacation is like clutch for them. But their yes. parents also made it like cut a VHS that also censored out the scenes that they didn't want, which there's a, there's a fair amount of scenes in that movie that you oh, need to cut out if you're trying to keep yeah, it family friendly. Yeah. Like so, the, the Hawaiian uh, woman who he's looking at through the window. Yeah, there's some stuff. Yeah. There's so some stuff. Yes. They, yes. I think they regularly, I, uh, I think that, yeah. So that they have their, their feels about that. But aside from that, like, uh, yeah, I bring up constantly about like you know either trash that I've seen, like casual stuff. I'm like, yeah, everyone's seen. Uh, I do this all the time. That movie Daylight with Arnold Schwarzenegger helping a bunch of people get out of a crushed tunnel. Um, and it's like, no, because not everybody was just in front of a TV as a kid, be, like <laughs> just being like mac and cheese on a blanket that you have to use because you're notorious for making spills. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and you know what? I'll say it. I'm glad I used my sippy cup until a non-reasonable age. It's super convenient. <laughs> I was 34 when she stopped using that sippy cup, by the way. I've also tried to push a sippy cup bar and no one's on board with it. I just think it's hilarious. No, my parents, they, um, my parents are, they love wine and they also spill constantly. They're getting older. So there are actually sippy cups for wine glasses and my brother bought them a whole set of them. So when we go over there for the holidays, we have to drink out of a sip, you know, and it's like, like they're hamsters. It's, it's great. I mean, they're hilarious, but you don't spill. And drink alcohol at the same time. That's clutch. Yes. You could just I mean, you get a very light dribble on my shirt. I don't care. I'm less Not mad bad. than someone drunk dancing next to me and dropping their whole like whiskey coke on me. Like so, right. I think yes. this is to protect other people from getting into fistfights over a drink spillage. I think uh, it is. Yes. Could I get a chateau neuf de pop? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right. The, I I heard it. The ger- the gerbil sound. And you're right. It's a hundred percent. Hold on. Can we can we hear it again, Jim? Oh. No, you don't have to do it again. I was... <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, anyway, uh... I think it's Christmas at my parents' house. I mean, that's just... <laughs> they do that in um, but they do that in New Orleans because in New Orleans you can drink on the street, mm-hmm. but you can't have an open container, so they give you little sippy cups. I love it. Yeah. Well, people are ahead of the game. I just think that I would. I think I just need to talk to my city and be like, can we get a a whole. I, I don't think I want a bar. You're right. I just want to tell like 20 people that I like and we just hang out in location and we do this. Never mind. Yeah. I only want it for the people I like in the city. <laughs> We're saying this as if I don't have like a video of myself out there of me shotgunning three beers on a on a Philadelphia street. Like it, it, yeah. it's it's as legal as you as it's as legal as someone's willing to enforce it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think it's a good idea to talk about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> What is movie? that okay? Oh, the movie we watched. What was it again? Mama's Sick Manhattan. Yes. That one. Uh, I thought it was a romp. I had a good time. Um, overall, I don't know. I, I had a, the thing is, it's like I'm gonna have a hard time critiquing any of these Muppets movies, like the Muppets movies at all, because like it's Muppets. How can I be mad? Uh, I know that I have to see Ricky Gervais in a movie for a while, so I'm gonna be a little mad. But like, how can I be mad? It's Muppets. Um. Jimmy, mad about anything? Did, did you get mad at Manhattan movie? I literally have no hate in this one, like in my hate section. I, I really like this one. I, I had a lot of fun. It's funny. We talked about the great Muppet Caper last week, which I found was a little like muddled in comparison to this one. Like, I thought it was good, but like there was a times where I was just like, where are we going with this? Why are we singing two Miss Piggy songs in a row? <laughs> she gets one song and that's it because it's the it's the most boring. It's like. Uh, when your grandparents watched Lawrence Welk while you were there, mm-hmm. or golf. Uh, thank you for having, <laughs> thank you for having that shared experience. <laughs> Mine was weirder. My grandparents would go on web TV because they were too excited about it, and we just kind of hang out with them while they'd like send emails to places. <laughs> <laughs> And they were just excited that they could do it, which I guess is something I shouldn't really complain about super bad. But it was that and like a lot of them watching stuff and me being like, I'm going to go hang out with your uh, furniture that has plastic on it with my action figures. (laughs) And definitely I spilled my my milk on it again. (laughs) (laughs) Totally not taking your army uh, figurine ships (laughs) adventure over here. but yeah, no, it is it is rough. At least I got free ginger ale and pop tarts out of it, so deal. Yeah, yeah. Did either uh, of you have grandparents with like a basket of toys? 
And that was like what they had. It was like in a basket that you like lifted the top off and you'd be like McDonald's toys. Well, we had my grandmother had a it was like a door that you'd open and it was like these old. I mean, they were so it was like this cabinet and they were those hey, old fake doors. Ones. No, it was like this one. And I remember we would fight over and that's how sad it is that it had a marble at the top and you kept moving it up and down trying to get the marble to go through a maze. Uh huh. Yeah. And you got a good dentist. That's what we would play with because, you know, sh- they were, I was the oldest. So if the grandkids, so, mm-hmm. you know, she just threw some randomness in there and that's what we, she was a nutty woman though. So, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? But, um, yeah. I mean, I just got told to go to the basement. They had a pool table down there and we would just like throw pool balls at each other. As fast <laughs> as <we> possibly could. <laughs> like, I think we were let alone to run around to people's houses in situations where we absolutely should not have been. Um, but we didn't really get caught a lot. I mean, my, like, it was really tight. <laughs> That's what the the 80s and 90s were all about. Just yeah. like you putting children in places that children should not have been. Yes, it was an yep. adult world, and they were look, just like, "This is where kids go." You want to hang out in a bar and look at pictures of the Three Stooges, kiddo? Because that's what yeah. you're gonna do tonight. But like, in the words of like a cool person, like hanging out on a lake, on like let's say Lake Winnipesaukee in New Hampshire, like, "Hey, you're alive. It all worked out. You're fine. <laughs> you're still alive. Yeah. Get over it. Oh, it's fine." Yeah, I could tell you guys a story about my grandma. Uh, Go going with that. So, um. She would take my brother and I to, I, it's like once a month that they would take us to a play. And I think it was my mom was just like, you know, for the love of God, just take these two children and she'd make us dress up. She'd take us out to dinner or to lunch. And then we go to this play. It was like a kid's play. And I, I mean, it was fun. I don't remember it being like horrible or anything. And I think my brother and I both started to enjoy the theater more because of being honestly forced to do that. But one time we came home we went back to her house and she pulls in the garage and we get out and we open the door and the entire house is like trashed okay i mean like there are books off the walls it's a mess so my grandmother puts us behind her at first and then goes creeping through the whole like so we're going to the kitchen it's destroyed she hands my brother a pan Mm -hmm. she hands me a big like pot thing and then puts us in front of her because her logic as she said it was as the person went down she could then hit him on the head so we were the bait you know like if they went for us she so we make it a circle through the whole house and we get to back to the front of the room and like seriously there's like every room something destroyed the pillows were all shredded so we walk into this front room and we're standing there and my brother who he had to have been maybe five six seven years old starts screaming and it's this like high-pitched shrill screaming because we look over and all four curtains are shaking and then the curtains open and there are four squirrels that I'm pretty sure were the size uh-huh. of like a, like a terrier. I mean, they were massively huge. My grandmother, this woman, threw us to the side because using the logic that you don't have to be fast, just beat the two grandchildren, left. She ran upstairs and left us. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Those things. You got to go. Mm-mm, I can't be here. I got to go. Fight I mean, or I flight. I appreciate it now. So I oh, grabbed yeah. my brother and we ran out the front door, but we left the door open and we stood Ooh, and screamed. Got in. Yeah, and that, well, they came in through the chimney. 
they fell because uh. she didn't have like a chimney thing and there were all these trees. So my mom showed up to my brother and I in a driveway guy. screaming and crying as these, you know, terrier sized squirrels are running away. So that was my grandmother. I'm so glad it's not for human beings. I was like, it better not be like, I don't know what's going to be for behind these curtains. Yeah. But yeah. immediately uncomfortable, but I'm happy with squirrels. <laughs> but they, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure they had switchblades. I mean, like they were a game. Of course, they weren't like, yeah, yeah. you know, we're not me talking your, like Chip and Dale. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're like, we're the Marvel pearls. game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, in my head, I was like, you were, I, I was just prepared for you to be like, and then we went into the room and we looked <laughs> and there was my grandmother and we looked back and my grandmother was also behind me. Oh, would that have been great? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and then they were like, I'm your real grandmother. Shoot the other one. And I'd have to make a decision. Okay. Anybody who's listening That's that has been a guest story. and like, is like, if you come on again and you're in the future, like in the future, tell us fake stories that end. Like, tell us really long ones with a, <laughs> like, really build the suspense. Because I'm just like, oh my God, there's humans. So there's better not be. And like, that's, that terrified the shit out of me. That brought me there. Um, but yeah, no. And then just be like, oh, no, that's a lie. That's not a story. That's not real at all. Uh, permission that's called a shaggy me. dog story. That's what it's referred to? Mm-hmm. Because okay. I've done those, the jokes that are like five minutes just to be like, oh yeah, it was about a guy who had an orange for a head. Why'd you make me forget that? Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's called a shaggy dog story. It's a story that's way too long, and the point is it's super long and goes nowhere. Then the very end, it just fizzles out. So I'm not really sure, like, are you guys saying that my story was, like, super long and didn't go no. anywhere? Because no, no, the no, point no, no, is no. my grandma didn't love us. So. No, 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 it's not that. Yeah, way it's, to go, Kai. I don't want to talk about it. Like, it's just that when someone's telling a story, period, I have ADHD, so my time concept. So when someone is, is like, bringing me in, if they're, like, I, there's some times where I'm, like, uh-huh, uh-huh, 100% the truth. This is the only rea reality that, that, that exists. Um, I'm very much, it's like how I'm pulled into movies when I'm in a theater. There's, mm -hmm. like, it just becomes that and nothing else. Um. So like, if it gets like a twist turn, um, I don't, I don't, I usually, I don't know, I, I, I don't do well with those. They usually throw me off. And then if it's especially if it's a lie, or it's like in movies when the, it's like the last twist, and it made the rest of the movie pointless. Um, that frustrates the shit out of me. Um, but I really appreciate your turn. I want to say I listened to the whole story and I enjoyed it all the way through. Oh, I just got scared because I thought there were humans. She's my favorite now. I mean, come on, that's. <laughs> oh, take that, Kai! Take that, Kai! I'm the I'm the guest's favorite. Well, you're already the host, uh, so Let's I don't know see how if we can take a poll. Hey, if everyone who has ever been on this show, if you could take a guess of who's your favorite, Kai or Jim, thank you. Oh, that's <laughs> thank you for voting for me. We can get that poll going. No, I mean, uh, I've been in like. Uh... Who's your favorite? No, it's perfectly fine. I've been in a car accident with a parent, and I'm trying to remember which side they went to. Because, like, isn't that, like, a natural thing? It's like, if you're in a car accident, your instincts are to just, like, protect yourself. Like, your brain's just going to kind of do that, right? Like, I assume if you're a parent, you have at least, you would have parental instincts. Oh, yeah, because I, I do the mom arm. something about this. I thought, yeah, oh, yeah. Mom I did, arm. Yeah. I did the, done the mom arm for, uh, for an arm situation. Oh, I love that it's called that. Yeah. Uh, and those for car Dad accidents. Dad reflexes is a thing. Like a kid like falls off a swing and then a dad will grab it before it hits the mm -hmm. ground. It, uh, it ch children are it. I don't I, I don't like kids. <laughs> oh, what that, you say, you say you're talking about parents and I'm thinking about this in animals too. I don't know why I'm seeing this all in like the movie Tarzan. They're like, yes, you're right, Jim. We instinctually do care for our young. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs>
there's a great video of there's this dog um it's a bulldog who jumps into a river and the guy who the guy who's the owner of the dog is just like god damn it and he has to jump in and he throws the the dog out of the river uh and everyone was like how dare he throw that dog and everyone else was like um there could have been dangerous things we don't know if this video is in florida and there's alligators Mm -hmm. who regularly eat dogs like that man threw himself into an alligator infested river to save this dog Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sometimes you need to throw a dog. I get it. Yeah. It was very <laughs> funny, though, to watch the dog fly through the air and land safely on the ground and be like, all right, what a fun time that was. <laughs> Wild. You're the, you're crazy. I love well, hanging out with you. Yeah, while the guy's, like, drenched and, like, <laughs> clearly scared for his, uh, for his dog. Speaking of dogs, any guesses what my favorite scene was, Jim, based off of that? Oh, it's Rolf being in charge of the, the pound. Right, and being told when he's just like, sit, and then Rolf sits. <laughs> no, no, actually, I particularly... Shake. <laughs> but yeah, the walking out and being like, stay, stay. It was just like, it, it got me. I don't know. That's okay. one of the, your un- can't stop my lo- like my belly laughing moments. I'm going to tell you something that happened in that scene. Oh, no. Do you hate it? No, I love it. Um, So I watch this uh, with Rachel, my girlfriend, every time. And... In that scene, I saw the owner of the dog and went, oh, my God, who is that? It's James Coco. Uh, I was like, I know who that is. Who is that? And she goes, Snooky. And I was like, it's not Snooky. Hold on. I'll think of who it is. And then he's like, this is my dog, Schnookums. And she was like, see, it is. And then the other dogs start calling her, uh, start calling him Snooky. And I was like, how did you, how did you possibly get that? Right. How mm-hmm. could that have possibly have happened? A movie in 1984 had a character named Snooky in it. Hmm. Go ahead, yeah. Kai. No, I'm just thinking because there's certain times where I have no business remembering stuff from movies and stuff. Like, just I am a bunch of useless, tiny things about movies and things that I saw two decades. She's ago. never seen this movie. <laughs> oh, she's never seen it. That's weird. She's never seen it. She's yeah. no idea. Okay, I'm creeped out. What yeah, time she just randomly then? was like, that's Snooky. And I was like, no, it's James Coco. I got this. And then the dog's name just happened to be Snooky. I don't know what the odds are of that, but that actually kind of just creeped me out. There is a possibility that... Um, My girlfriend's future, a psychic, I know. Yeah, future Rachel go. came back in time to give that information to current Rachel, and that really bugged me out. She did that. mention that she did meet her future self uh, the other day, so maybe Weird. that was it. I really mm-hmm. hope it was only by like a few minutes or a few days or whatever. Um... I guess it would have to be a little longer. I apologize. If future Rachel is listening, I'm so sorry. I'm bringing you up on the podcast. <laughs> and well, even technically, future... every every version of Rachel from here on out is future Rachel because this all happened in the past. Fine. If future future Rachel is listening to this podcast um, from the future of the future, again, that that would be every everything would be in the future for this because she would only hear this in the future because we record this four weeks ahead of time. What were some of your favorite parts of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening going, oh, guess. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, I loved it. Uh, I didn't really catch all the cameos. Can you tell me who people are, Jim? Because I didn't really look into stuff. I mean, um, go ahead. Well, go my ahead. favorite actor was in it. Your favorite actor? Elliot Gould. Mm-hmm. He's How in do- Ocean's Eleven. We just talked about him a couple of times. No, I know uh, Ellie Gould is, but I don't. Why don't I remember his scene? He's just a cop, and he doesn't say anything. 
Weird. He's like walking out of the diner. And I was like, that's Elliot Gould. I think that's the point of a cameo. He sa- I think that's- he says like, he says like half a line. Well, yeah, because it's when Kermit's like running out and he says, um, I'm going to go see a man about killing something because they said go kill it. Something like that. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. It's Elliot Gould, though. I love Elliot Gould. I'm a big fan of him. Have they ever made the joke? I got to see a man about a whatever in reference to Gonzo, because I think it's a missed opportunity. You want to write a, a future Muppet movie? There you go. Hey, future Kai, when you're editing this, make sure you write that down. <laughs> Comedy gold. <laughs> um, I'm terrible at names. Uh, who was Miss Picky working with in the, uh, and I don't know what to call it, like the, the like the, the boutique. Uh, the boutique. Thank you. That's the exact word I'm looking for. That was uh, Joan Rivers. Thank you. That's the name I'm looking for. Um, how could I forget Joan Rivers' names? This this uh, brain fog is really terrible. I hate it so much. There's so many names I'm forgetting. I forgot Jeff Goldblum. He popped out of my head at one point. <laughs> I don't know why it's an example. I'm like, <laughs> guys, there's something wrong. I don't remember who the weirdness of Jeff Goldblum existing is. <laughs> I, I Liza Minnelli. Yep, Liza Minnelli was in this. Liza uh, Minnelli had a great mm-hmm. scene in this because they 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 take down her picture and then she gets upset that they took down her picture. <laughs> I did something wrong. Yeah. Oh, that was so innocent and so real. She's also the reason why I say one of my nonsensical uh, idioms, which is I say Shiza Minnelli instead of like swearing whenever something like that's one of my alt swears. Alt oh, swear? Yeah, Shiza Minnelli. I don't know why I just had to, you know, I was like, ah, oh, German, that makes sense. Shit, Minnelli. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since her big movie is Cabaret. It takes place in Germany, I believe. You know, I've never seen Cabaret. I feel like that's I something that it. I need to change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how much do you, you two like musicals? Uh, I liked how they did it in uh, Schitt's Creek. How do you feel about oh. it? <laughs> they did do it in Schitt's Creek. Yeah, yeah. They, they did okay. Money Makes the World Go Round. Yeah, money, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Money Makes the World Go Round, yeah. Oh, I love musicals. That's, you know, I talked about like in theater, musicals just, you know, um, I think Les Mis will always be one of my favorites, but Pirates of Penzance, um, did oh, I say wow. that right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, Annie. It's like and Sullivan uh, play from like the 1800s. When I was growing up, that was, I mean, I'm talking about, you know, like my, we had a little record player and that was something we had records of, you know, like everything, all musicals. So yeah. I just played them and listened and I can't sing. I mean, I make up for talent with volume. I am <laughs> loud. I mean, like, and I like to write my own songs, but I'm really bad. Mm-hmm. So I think it all started then. I mean, I used to just sing. I probably know it's just the most random songs will pop in my head and I can sing, you know, Hello, Dolly. I can do all of them, but yes. just enjoy them. Make you all happy, right. you know? I'm going to tell you something. You're mm-hmm. going to love Cabaret. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't need, I, I don't need know to know what's you. going. I don't know. No, no. Whenever I go to musicals, I'm like, I don't even care. I don't know what's going on. This is a blast. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like I'm here for a good time. They're they seem singing like they're songs. They're having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, really, all I, most of what I care about when I go see a show is that everybody likes everybody. Just don't. <laughs> like, oh, that guy's in jail because he's stealing bread. What a good time I'm having right now. <laughs> I look forward to finding out what you're talking about. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's what you have to see. You have to go. You have to see Les Mis. That's a good I've one. actually. I've never seen Les Mis myself, actually. 
Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Sadly. Four times I've seen oh, it. Wow. Like in, oh, I went to, I went to Broadway. Ooh. I went um, then where I live, which, you know, we don't yeah, talk about where right. I live. I got a random city. In random city, but in the big random city that's the capital of the state I live in, I saw it there where there was a big production there. Then I actually saw it through two local colleges because why not? And I will say that every time it was wonderful. So I actually drug my oldest to watch one of of the colleges. And I mean, I like to think he enjoyed it. I can't tell you for sure because he's, you know. Not always the most expressive when it comes to things, but, you know, he he has learned to play, you know, you do what mom wants and then mom will get you something that you want later. So they trawl, you know, they've learned. And he'll cherish this memory. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I bring my, my improv partner to, to, to shows and we, I go on bike rides. Uh, we're learning to <laughs> like uh, sometimes it's like, I'm going to go do the thing that you like to do. You're going to cool. You're going to come do the thing I like to do. Deal. Well, right. And sometimes you like it. I mean, there's got to be. But I figure I have seen so many sporting events and all sorts of stuff in my life that, you know, it's not going to kill you to go watch, you know, somebody sing. And then I will buy the, you know, I'll make you listen to the soundtrack for like a month, two months afterwards as I sing along, which, you know, they love that. But, you know. One of my coworkers, Lark, if you're listening, because I know you've listened to a few episodes, uh, they've been complimented while we're cleaning people's establishments, being like, your voice is lovely. And they love musicals and they'll sing them all the time. And cleaning, singing, excellent combination. Yes. Uh, If you're trying to get through the exhaustion that is just cleaning... (laughs) Mm-hmm. just sing your heart out uh yeah as you mentioned how do you say it? you for what you don't make up and what you make up in volume uh oh, I, for what i lack in talent i make up in volume yes yeah, yeah. whoever is out there sing it out just let oh, it out yeah. who cares like no one's home and if someone is home they got a problem with it they can put some headphones on yes yeah, right. <laughs> sing right. sing a song sing out loud, loud. sing out <laughs> strong <laughs> thank you jim i appreciate you no, but also so... do all those things. It's fun to sing. Singing is just a fun thing to do. It is. And I mean, change the lyrics. You know, I have found that putting my dog's name in any song makes it 100% <laughs> better. Um, I do the same then, thing. Yeah. And, you know, they love it. I mean, I have written songs that I sing to the kids constantly and, you know, from when they were little. And I'm like, you know, one day they'll sit back and they'll remember that song and be like, you know, she she sucked, but she tried. So it was good. Oh, my mom is the worst singer in the entire world. End of statement. That's it. That's just it. No, my mom sucks. She loves to sing, though. Yeah, she just loves to do it. She goes around, and just sings all the time, and she doesn't care that she's terrible. But don't yeah. don't we all uh, love Linda from Bob's Burgers for that exact reason? Because she sings her damn heart out, and she just yep. she encourages leaning into yourself and just being like, "I'm alive," and that's that's what the people I vibe with. Yeah. You know? Thank you yes. for loving me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being there. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh. oh. I mean, that's oh. a family of uh, singers who can't sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's glorious. I, I think that's what I'm from, and both literally and metaphorically. I think that's kind of where uh, those are the pe- those are the jaded people I like to mess with, who just uh, <laughs> uh, who are just like, yeah, yeah, why not sing your heart out about nonsense? I mean, I feel bad for all of my friends because the things uh, that I've got stuck in their head are things that like 
uh, what have I been singing for a long time? If I can't have you, I'll move on and not be creepy. I've been saying that <laughs> act, like whenever I'm just not even realizing I'm singing it all the time mm-hmm. while I'm at work and stuff over at like restaurants and everything like that. And I love that. That's just like probably like uh, my jams are out there. Like they're 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 stuck in people's heads. It makes oh, yeah, yeah. I do. Um, uh, mo, mo, mo. How do you like me? Nobody likes me. I do that all oh. the time, mm-hmm. which is from The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Now, if I do take on me and I hit the high note, because you know I can, the dog starts howling. And so that's the only time the kids encourage me to sing. They're like, sing that one song that makes the dog howl. That's <laughs> yeah. You yeah. can't not try and hit that note. Oh, I could, yeah. Singing I that mean, song. No, nope, you great can't note. go into that song and be like, I'm going to hit a G5. <laughs> I'm really sad we don't have the rest of that song because I'd really love to play it in the background right now. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is it is one of my go to. I need a good I need a good um, I need a good like let's shake it off and kind of like fresh mm-hmm. start. Um, it is it does that for me. It really mm-hmm. does. So needless to say, I'm odds and ends, but I'll be stumbling away. Slowly learning that life is okay, say after me. It's no better to be safe than sorry. Take on me. Take on me. Take me on. Take on me. I'll be gone in a day or two. That's the best I can do. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly that E not. I know it's that E minus, E plus, whatever the fuck it is. You get it, folks. Um, so just lean into yourself. I don't know what song makes you just fucking go for it and love yourself, but it's too short, this life. So just go for it. Anyways, speaking of life and leaning into it, uh, check out this podcast, which talks a lot about how to do that. Hello, this is Mama D, and I'm the host of Petals of Support. Petals of Support is a podcast that offers advice from a mom to anyone that needs a little extra love and support. This is not advice for moms, but advice from a mom. I've covered such topics as forgiveness, how to forgive, when to forgive, and when it's okay to not forgive, letting go, how to make good decisions, and how to handle stressful situations. I'm not a licensed anything. I'm just a mom that wants to provide to you the same advice that I give my kids my friends, and my family. You can find me on any podcast platform. You can also find me at Twitter, at Petals of Support. Please go listen. Find the episodes that apply to you, and maybe the ones that don't. You can file that information away for later. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. Thank you. Hey everybody, Kai Bobby here, the other host. Uh, I am here with the Captain's Log shout out. It is from uh, our dear friend Crimson. He is incredibly kind and has told me to use this promotion slot to promote my cat's GoFundMe. Uh, My poor little buddy Oliver unfortunately had to have a surgery a little while back and uh, those medical bills, uh, they they really rack up. So if you got a couple extra bucks, go ahead and check out that GoFundMe link. It is in the description. Uh, Yeah, that would be awesome. Thank you, Crimson. You're amazing. Let's get back to the show, everybody. Because uh, it is it is one of my go-to, I need a good, like, let's shake it off and kind of, like, fresh mm-hmm. start. It is. It does that for me. It really mm-hmm. does.
That was a uh, popular song on Vine, too. Oh, really? There was a lot of Vines that were that song, including one of my favorite, which is the the one where the girl's like, and then she turns around. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jim. Oh, it's Say great. That to our listeners. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I don't know if you know this. I just described the entire thing. You got it. Like. Did you not say sh- you sh- you shimmied? And I don't think it is everyone going to get the shimmy. She shimmies her shoulders and then she turns around. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole vine. Okay. That's you know, right. all that happens in it. I love that vine. It's so funny. It's up it. there with. Uh, I'm in me mom's car. Broom, broom. Jim, I think you need a side podcast where you talk about vines and get on guests who are upset about vines. Where we just say vi- Where we're just like, what do you have? A knife. No. Yeah, because I have no clue what you're talking about. No. <laughs> Four I female always... Ghostbusters. The feminists are taking over. I'm an adult virgin. What? <laughs> the thing is, is someone is listening and know exactly what you're talking about. But uh, yeah, no, unfortunately, I'm not one of them. I I am so sorry. I asked for no mustard, and you just gave me a bottle of mustard on a plate. Okay, hear this though. Vine prov, where one person all they do is say things from vines, and the other person has to do scenes relating to them. So you really have to take your time and be patient with your lines and really choose the vine you want to use. Or you sprinkle around things from vines on the floor and you pick up the pieces of paper and have to work that into the scene. Two bros chilling in a hot tub five feet apart because they're not gay. Yeah, the rules. I've heard that one. Now, I don't know where I'm thinking. I mean, I do TikTok. Vine. So, I mean, I'm just wondering if I heard it through. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they repeat stuff, don't they, from. There's Vine compilations on TikTok, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay. Uh, ha, ah, wa. What does that say, Anaya? <laughs> she's trying to say who, and she goes, ha, ah, wa. No. Ha. <laughs> it's a great Vine. It's so funny. I'll trust. Hey, Kai. Yeah. I don't know where I find the vines. So I go to vines.com. No, that's because it got taken down. It got bought by Twitter and then Twitter took it down. Why? What's wrong with them? Because Twitter sucks. Because Twitter wanted to use their own video platform. Hey, Jim, most of our most of our followers are from from Twitter. Yeah, I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) We'll keep following. Fuck Twitter. But also, y'all are great. Thanks. (laughs) No, you're not. No, you're not. (laughs) Get off of Twitter. You monsters. Mamadi, I don't know if you're on Twitter, but get off of Twitter. Yeah. Where we met. Oh, is that where you met? Okay, cool. (laughs) Get off of Twitter, both of you. (laughs) Well done, Jim. Well done. Get off of Twitter. No, I go delete to... your thing right now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I can't help myself from going into like listening to Twitter spaces. That's been a place that I've been doing a lot lately. So I can't I can't leave Twitter. I got to go on there. There's things that I like and people talking about stuff that I would never think to talk about. I think I get amazed at the you know, not to get serious, but like I, mean, I, I well, I find it interesting, you know, like I have things I believe Mm-hmm. And then it's so easy to then go see the other side and to read it. And I'm just like, I just sometimes sit there and think I don't understand the logic people use. And it's interesting to read. And I think that's why, I mean, I like Twitter because I have made some really great friends and the support that I get, at least podcast wise, has been wonderful. And you know, I met Kai. That's wonderful, you know, but I think then there's that other side of it where I guess maybe for me, 
because I'm so fascinated with why people think the way they do or why they do what they do. It is so interesting to go read, you know, the opposite view of what you have, especially when, you know, I always say there's just some hard things that there is nothing you could say to change my mind. That's just what I believe. And then when you see someone who has the opposite side, you're like, I just, I mean, I still don't agree with what they're thinking. I still, but it's to see them explain it. It's like, wow, I still don't agree with you, but you know, you're you trying to words. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're typing something there. I just don't know if I connect the dots the way you do, but you sure did tweet today. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of how I look at like comedy that offends me. I kind of want to watch it for some, like for some reason, like to dissect why people are laughing, uh, mm-hmm. to, to understand why it's supposed to be funny. Well, um, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm think, very fascinated by human behavior as well. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. think there's a difference there mm-hmm. because when you have an opinion, it's rooted in something, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can easily disagree with it because you can have a, an opinion that's rooted in the opposite spectrum. With right. comedy, though, there is a medium that's in the middle, which is you can write a good joke like a well-written joke mm-hmm. about something shitty and the joke is ultimately like laughing at someone that shouldn't be that you shouldn't be laughing at or things mm-hmm. we refer to as punching down in the improv community <laughs> right but those can be well-written jokes like you can structurally write a well-written joke based around that so when someone's like oh i just find it funny it's because the joke is well-written but the the content is really shitty, and you know yeah. they probably a lot of people would go would go to that because of uh, uh because they're like oh well I uh, I do uh, agree with this person, but also I find them very funny. Mm-hmm. Like I think that I think that's a a difference there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the the mechanics. Uh, I I can't help it. Then actually, I I just love uh going onion layer deeper. I just I don't know. I think the mechanics of what makes us laugh is fascinating. So I'm always trying to look into that for sure. Um, mm-hmm. but you're right. I see that. Um, I also think the mechanics of stern opinions about why this has to be forever is very interesting. Um, I don't think I've ever mentioned this podcast, and maybe I don't need to send people down a dark rabbit hole. But live your life. Uh, I've mentioned the seven levels of morality whatever example or something like that but there's one that just talks about like i'll just skip past all this stuff where it's just like levels of doing stuff because you want to uh but the one where it's like because then's the laws this book this job this legal system whatever that's just what it says and i follow the law of that thing um and then there's the thing uh not that we're all stuck on one level or anything like that but um it is it is amazing how much uh with comedy someone would be like I find this funny. Uh, I'm not allowed to find this funny because of the strict rules I have. Um, But I've been kind of going, allowing myself to go behind that line a little bit. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I laughed there. Okay, let's dissect that. What is it about that thing that ultimately I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have laughed there. That felt wrong to laugh at. I don't know. I've Jim, you've gone to shows where Mm -hmm. uh, it's just been a bunch of stand-ups that you hated all of them. Do you feel as though it was a complete waste of time or did you learn something? Um, well, what I learned from those is that when I hate, when I hate them, it's because they don't have well written jokes. They, mm. a lot of the, comi- a lot of the standups that I watch that when I don't like them, it's because they didn't write a joke. They're just saying an opinion. And that, that definitely goes from def- both sides of the spectrum. I've definitely seen some, I've seen a- as many left wing comedians 
as right wing comedians that uh, are just saying their opinions. And I'm like that. Write a joke. Like <laughs> with left wing comedians, I'm like, yes, you said something I agree with. Please write a joke and not just say your opinion. Right. I see what you're saying. It's interesting because, you know, I don't you guys do improv or you do the you know, you do all these things that I I do not. And I guess I never thought of how you can take a topic and it's all in how you write it does make a difference. You know, I guess mm-hmm. because when I'm watching, you know, comedians just to stand up on stage, I forget that they have written a whole set that there is an actual plan. It just sounds like they're talking. And which is what that's the goal. That is the goal. But it's interesting to think how they did write it. They did plan. And that's interesting. Maybe not (laughs) all of them, but a lot of them, you know, so that's what Jim and I do improv because we can't help. We didn't write this. I'm sorry. It came out of me. I don't (laughs) We don't want to be held responsible. (laughs) I did not stay in my room and craft this for hours. Please don't be mad. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry. I put a poop back in my bed. I thought it was going to be good in the moment. And it was. (laughs) Okay. That scene where you put a poop back in your butt was actually really fantastic. And no one will ever see that, uh, that practice that we had, but that was fantastic. Uh, Yeah. That was like four years ago. That that Uh, was a real scene. I did one. Comedy gold. We'll never see it again. (laughs) Not a real poop, but like you get the fictional one. (laughs) You know, it goes. Poop's funny. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Poop's funny. I'll just, you know, I mean, that's, that is, I live with boys. I have learned, you know, when they're little, poop is funny. So that's just the way it is. So, if you said happy birthday the other day, it had the word farts in it. Never heard that rendition before, but I'm here, I'm here for it. Uh, tur- turns out it's got, it's, it still works. It's good comedy. It's really, I mean, that's, I think that's when there's talent. You know, when you can put the word fart or butt or poop in, anything i mean i can think of driving down the road and my youngest a song will come on that is not you know it's not it and he doesn't miss a beat and i look at him and i think is this is this what you do with your free time you know you're writing you're rewriting you know lizzo and adding you know it's it's a talent so maybe you know maybe that is his future so you know it's about that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we, we were talking about the show already. We need more genes of the world from Bob's Burgers. You know, we just need yeah. people. Get your keyboard, make your fart sounds, lean into yourself. I'm That's I'm right. here for you. The, the, the podcast saw, for you. <laughs> I saw a bit the other day where it was like someone goes up to a, uh, these two like reporters go up to someone and they're just like, how do you feel about the allegations? What do you uh, what do you think that uh, they said? And then there's a third reporter who's wearing like a uh, wearing like a skirt and a uh, 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 like a big red afro and a big thing that just makes fart noises. And it's just like <laughs> <laughs> and while like he's doing that, they're asking serious questions. They're like, did you feel like it was too much? Did you feel like he went too far? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so s- speaking of kind of nonsense, funny things, I think it's appropriate. I would like to talk about the movie if that's okay. There's something that I, I <laughs> if that's all right. I know we, we're, I always ask if it's all right, because like, do we really want to? But I, I is it okay if I bring us there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I could have, I missed opportunity. I wish that I, there was endless amounts of things in Mrs. Piggy's purse. When they pulled out the saw. There was. I, right. No, no, no. But I want way more. Like I want yeah. like a longer scene of just like pulling, just like. Like a big ham sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. Oh, is that a bowling pin? Yep. Keep going. (laughs) A picture of the commissioner's wife. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, if you just want the scene from the mask. Uh Okay, that's exactly what I want. Yeah, but with Mm -hmm. Miss Piggy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I, I really liked that scene. I love when they pull out the saw and I did want it to go on for longer. And you can tell it did because when they finally when uh, she finally knocks over the robber, uh, there's like a thousand things on the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm. You can tell that he pulled out a thousand things and mm-hmm. then they just cut it probably for time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It, I tried to freeze frame to see exactly what was on the floor. But, you know, it was a blurry movie. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. good, though. It really was good. I was, well, I had the boys watch it with me. They owed me. And so, you know, and I okay, hadn't so told, well, I hadn't told them what, I mean, I had given them a little bit of a backstory, but, you know, they are sitting there and I look over and my youngest, he's 15 now. Every There's a look that is like that cross between like shock and horror at the beginning. And I realized that this is not, this is not what they watch. Even no. when they were little, they didn't watch this. But by the end, they were laughing. Good. And I thought, there, you know, it it's a good movie. And they had a few questions. Like, they didn't like the ending. Okay. They, I think, wanted to see... It just kind of ended with them getting married. Yeah. And, yeah. That's a fair critique. Like, it didn't go... Did you know, did it become a hit on Broadway? Did it, you know, I think they expected more closure than just that, but they enjoyed it. I thought it was, and I enjoyed it. I mean, I said that it was definitely, it was a nice evening. I enjoyed watching it with them. So thank you. No, I think that's great. I love it when people rope other people into watching movies every now and then we'll get somebody like, yeah, I just snagged this person. I was like, you're got to watch this. <laughs> uh, I was like, who wants root beer floats? If you want to root beer float, sit your ass in a chair. And they oh, both gosh. were, you know, in the chair. And yeah, so <laughs> I love that. It's like, I'm going to make you watch puppets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yep. worry. They're going to be fun. And there's going to be a cameo by Sesame Street. And it's going to make you very happy. <laughs> well, and that's the get only ready, you idiots. one. <laughs> That's the only cameo. They didn't know anyone else. Okay. And Wait, who that, did they know? They knew who Sesame Street was. Like, they were, oh, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. going on, which makes sense. But they had no clue who Joan Rivers was at all. Really? Um, no. And they both decided, um, you know, Brooke Shields was in mm-hmm. it. Yep, correct? Yep, yep. And yep. the youngest is, like, you know, so I'm like, damn, who's that? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's Brooke Shields. But they know. But, I, you know, 84. What, you know. It's, I don't expect it, you know? Uh, the funny thing was when Brooke Shields showed up, my girlfriend and I both at the same time went, is that Brooke Shields? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then I, I made a statement that I didn't realize. I don't think I've ever seen... I don't know why I know who Brooke Shields is. Right? I, I don't know where I would have seen her first. Like, the first thing I remember seeing her in was when she was on that 70s show. But yeah. when she was on that 70s show, I was like, oh, look, it's Brooke Shields. Like, yeah, like I don't know why Where I know Brooke who she Shields, is. Like, start and end. You don't know. <laughs> well, isn't, wasn't she a model or isn't she a model? Like, I mean, that's. But before my time, like, I, I didn't I didn't know. Right. I... But and I would have been too young, I think, to, you know, that was before. So I, I don't know. Was yeah, she... Blue Lagoon came out in like 79 or something like that. Yeah, I didn't didn't watch that so i don't know saying where those movies just kind of on in the background maybe and you just kind of soaked it in it's just like a familiar face no my parents didn't put on blue lagoon <laughs> i don't know i don't even know what that movie's about it sounds like a good time it's about an 18 year old brooke shields basically naked on an island for like two it. hours so I'm it's sorry. a dinner movie you know yeah. i mean he's oh, got gosh. dinner on the table and he's got that in the background yeah that's a christmas movie it sounds great christmas movie yeah uh, christopher atkins 
uh, one of the people that hit me in a really weird way because there's always that movie. You're like, why do I know you? And I, it happened pretty quick. I was like, ah, yes, you play Tom Hanks's dad in You've Got Mail. <laughs> um, oh, okay. What a weird moment with Mr. Price. I was like, why do I know that guy's face? <laughs> uh, oh, Mr. Dabney, Price. Dabney Coleman. Yeah, I didn't know why, what I knew him from. But it was like really weird because I had seen You've Got Mail so many times. My parents put that movie in front of my face. Mm-hmm. They love that movie. He played yeah. the principal in, uh, in Recess. Oh, the voice actor for Recess? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Principal That's Prickly. Cool. Yeah, I, I know him. I don't really know him from much else. So it's just like, it's always weird when it's just like an actor that's in something like this. And, you're, and you know that they were doing like, oh God, it's, 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 it happens like that where me and my mom will be watching a movie all the time. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah they were on, and it'll make me realize, I'm like, oh, you're right. They were on that show that I watched on Nick at Night. That was just shows you watched. <laughs> I like do Adam know Sandler. that person. You're right. Yeah. At that time, Adam Sandler was on the Cosby show a bunch of times. Everyone remembers. Mm-hmm. He ate caviar and then uh, Theo sh- uh, threw up <laughs> in a helicopter. I remember that episode. Yeah. It was it was at his prom. There you go. Are you making things up? Nope. That is no, what happens in that that's... episode. <laughs> yeah, I they know, get a helicopter I, I, and some caviar to go up. to uh, to go to the prom. And he throws up uh, caviar in the in the helicopter on the way over to prom. I don't like reality sometimes. Um, does anybody <laughs> does anybody else have any <laughs> thoughts on this film? <laughs> Oh, oh did you it, want to do final thoughts, Kyle? I thought it was I thought it was about uh final final notes. If you have a few things, I'm happy to talk about them for a minute. But I did want to get other people's uh other than just my 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 thoughts on this film. I like Gonzo's aqua uh uh aquacade. What's Gonzo's what now? Wait when he when he it's just a bunch of chickens in a boat and they're supposed to oh. he's gonna go through the loop de loop and then he's gonna yeah. go through the flaming ring. And I saw that and I just turned to my girlfriend, I was just like they are going to just pull, drag him through the water. It's either, this is either like they spent the entire budget on this moment or they're just going to drag him through the water. <laughs> and I'm ready for both jokes because both jokes are going to be great. <laughs> and then they just drag him through the water. And then there's a man dressed as a giant chicken. I like and, the man. Yep, that yeah. was good. Yeah, The man dressed as a giant chicken. And he's like, ready, Henrietta? And it's just a man going, yeah, I'm ready. And then he goes, <laughs> she's ready. <laughs> I'm trying to think, what was the what was the general like message of this film? Was it just like, believe in yourself, don't give up? And sometimes it's okay if you get hit by a car and get amnesia? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's don't give up on your dreams and friends can help uh, help you along the way. Or bail right away and then you'll see them later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> I I know that for like from like a filmmaker's perspective, what they did was they just separated all the Muppets so that they could have all the letters. Like a way to waste fifteen minutes is to go, well, what's Gonzo doing? He's at an aquacade. What's Doctor <laughs> Teeth in the Electric uh, Mayhem doing? They're, they're playing the up. Pennsylvania polka. Yeah. What's Rolf doing? He owns dogs. Yeah. I guess I did kind of appreciate that. I will say that Gonzo scene kind of reminded me of Happy Days, like the jump the shark scene. It was like Happy Days, <laughs> right? It felt, am I wrong? It felt like that. And I was just like, all right, this is this is some good vibes. That and for whatever reason, this is an obscure movie. Um, oh, what's the one with? Oh God, something summer. Is, is it to me more and uh, John Cusack? Jarhead with that guy uh, uh, who's got a really interesting voice. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at this up because uh, this is very uh, weird. Guy, uh, oh, Bobcat Goldthwaite. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> He's in this movie. I love that that's all I had to do was make those sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. 
Because that's what Bobcat Goldthwait sounds like. But it also has that vibe, which literally serves no one other than anyone else who's seen the movie that I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> Are you talking about Chase the Clown? It's another one of those movies that just gets shoved on in the background. And you see it way, way, way too many times. Uh, but no, apparently right. not enough times to learn the name of it. I have got to figure out what this weird movie you're talking about I think it's about called is. like Last Summer or something like that. If you literally mm. just type in bobcat and then one crazy summer one crazy summer thank you so much anyone who needs to see that go right ahead oh curtis uh, armstrong's in it yeah there's a bunch of randos in that movie but there's i i don't know what it is there's just something about that um that scene that brought me so much joy i'm right there with you i i i i could watch the muppets get thrown forever physically uh, when, yeah. when they started with throwing them outside of the office and there was just a pile of Muppets on the floor, I'm mad that I missed the scene where they threw them out one by one. <laughs> I also noticed that. I also could have watched them throw Kermit and Gonzo for two hours, and I would have said that was the greatest film I've ever watched. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. The little There's flailing just... arms and everything. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> There's just something so funny about the fact that they're just throwing essentially a mop on a door. Mm-hmm. When I liked all the um, when Kermit had amnesia and he was with the little Kermits and they all mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and it just mm-hmm. it was so funny. And I don't know. And so all of a sudden the boys and I were doing it along with them. So we're all just like, mm-hmm, you know, and it was just it was funny. It was a good movie. They did, they did a really good job of making, uh, like, I like how they muted those other frogs and kind of just, like, really were like, and this is what it's like to work in, like, a, like in, in a capitalist society. In the advertising <laughs> business, yeah. which is what Jim it, Henson really did. Yeah. It's muted and sad, and you don't remember mm-hmm. who you are. It's fine. Just get in line and work here. <laughs> and I love the weird bit that all their names rhyme. Yes. Um, yep. yeah. Phil and Gil and Jill yep. and the other Phil? one. Bill. Bill. Bill, yes, yep. And they're just like, are you going to get this? I will. <laughs> well, it was the voice. I mean, it was just all of a sudden yeah. Kermit's voice changed. I mean, it was just, I, I don't know. But it was clearly think... all the puppeteers doing Kermit impressions that weren't mm-hmm. Jim Henson, except for Steve Whitmire. Well, it was just so sad because you were sitting there watching it, you know, like Kermit's all excited and he's running and then he gets hit by a car. And both of my kids are like, what the hell was that? Like, that's not what they expected to happen. And it was just like, yeah, you know, we're we're taking a dark twist now on the Muppets. And, you know, it it comes from an era of movies where they were just like. Any second, anything could happen. Yeah, because there's no sense of like building towards something. Mm-hmm. Like good movies build board things, but they hadn't like like Save the Cat hadn't become like popular amongst uh, screenwriters yet. You have to elaborate because I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know what that I'm, is. I'm at 35 uh, and I've made the rule to just be like when I don't know stuff. I'm that's a it's, so it's a screen me. that's a screenwriter <laughs> book that like tells you the formula on how to write a screenplay and it oh. says like by page 15 you should already be off on your adventure by page 30. Uh, you should uh, you should have met all of the characters like it it gives you a formula on how to write movies. And now that's why we have a lot of movies that like feel oh. all, that kind of all feel the same, but they build towards something. Oh. But when you watch movies from the 70s, they just kind of meander around and then okay. and then it just kind of ends. Yeah, that's well, that's happened. what it did. It just ended. Yeah, there yeah. was no end to end. It was an yeah. ending, but it wasn't what 
we're so used to endings being, you know, I mean, like a big long line out the theater for the next, like, you know, yeah. I w- Eight I would have years, been, you know. I, w- I would have loved if it was a flash forward to just like, yeah, a, a time in which this really show is succeeding. They all like do the final bow and are clearly best friends and everything's great. Like that would have been yeah. fine too. But uh, with uh, most things that we create, we're like, but the love story, we need to put the love story. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was, I think the, the marriage was a little weird, but I did think it ended fine with just them on opening night. And it's just because it shows them in a packed house. Yeah. 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 Which I like that because I was like, yeah, that's satisfying. Mm-hmm. You you showed me at the beginning. You were like, they're going to be on Broadway, and then they're on Broadway, and they're a success. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Sorry. No, I will say the Muppet Baby section was, you know, I liked the movie, and mm-hmm. the song was a little weird. I mean, not that the other songs weren't a little off, but that one was a weird one, and the little Muppet Babies were slightly. I mean, that was kind of thrown in there. And that was the part where I think I was going to lose a kid because they were not, they weren't yep. sure What's where that was yep. coming from. Um, but, you know. It's well, just a shoe in for the show. It's just them being like, hey, we need to promote the show that we're going like, to do. Oh, look, right, the show aired like two weeks later. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, you, gotta, you know, gotta it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But I think the problem with that scene was it was like three verses too long. And it doesn't help that all the verses were literally the same. Like there wasn't a single verse that wasn't exactly the same as the last one. And then they just repeated that over and over. And I was like, Mm -hmm. let's get a move on, guys. Like, I got a movie to watch. Yeah. I mean, I'm not hating on it because I liked it. I mean, you know, and Muppet Babies are cute. Don't get me wrong. I love that show. I watched that probably more than Sesame Street. I love Muppet Babies. That was my introduction to the Muppets. Right. So, you know, but it was just an odd I guess maybe I agree with you, Jim. It was the length of the song and the that might have if it had been shorter. Might not have stuck out as much for me, but that and also I'm always this kind of weird spot where I'm like, why do you care about these babies in love? (laughs) 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 But also, uh, I I don't know. It also bothered me. I think my biggest problem with that whole thing is why is it Kermit's head is larger when he's a baby? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's true for all children. No, but no, I mean, like, you ever see just, the fact that I guess it's that thing where they uh, yeah. where they put children's arms above their head and they don't touch because their arms are bigger than their head or their heads are bigger than their arms. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. It's because proportionally their heads are big and their arms are tiny. Whereas yeah. when you get older, your arms grow and your head stays the same size. God, I wish I like, find like, myself a kid tomorrow and have this. Have it's it got to test it out, you know? Yeah, it's got to <laughs> be like a toddler. Yeah. I can get one of those, so I'll have to find right. out. I'll let you know. I'll let right. you know. So, Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're right. Kyle, tell me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Found a kid in Kroger and, you know, made him do this. So, you know, we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, did you ever... Okay, this is a thing I want to know. Maybe anybody knows because I didn't want to look it online. Does anyone know why animals yelling woman? I still don't know why. He was chasing one. Yeah. But that's he like was, he yells woman in like all of these movies, right? I think he's going to keep any like he yells woman throughout the TV show. Oh, because he's a parody of drummers. That's it. Mm. It's just it's just that it? drummers are it's just drummers are animals. OK, that's that's the that's the joke with animal. OK, he's so just well, out of control. He has no idea what's going on. And we need to chain this little guy up and carry him around because that's kind yeah. of what happens to him. Yeah, he's sure. himself a bunch of drummers from the 70s. Gotcha. You guys have seen the, is it, is it Geico? Which commercial is it? The, it's the one where maybe, I don't know if it's just 
maybe it's just where I live, but I want to say it's Geico or it's one of those ones where oh, with the animal. it's the animal in the attic. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's him. Yeah. And he's running mm-hmm. around. So that's, you know, yeah. yeah. That's his vibe. He's supposed and to just cause chaos. Yeah. And he screams something that whole time. I think he screams animal, though. Yeah, he usually does. Yeah. That's, that's his other word, he says. I wrote down, do we need to cancel a- Animal? Uh, that's in my notes. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, no, I did copy-paste. I found one thing. Uh, animal utters out woman as an answer to what his most popular flavor of ice cream is uh, in one of the Muppets episodes, uh, Little Green Lie. So, apparently, it's just that's what it is, too. It's just his go-to stick. I don't know what to say, so I'm going to say woman. Um, sure. Sure, yeah. little yelling thing. I'm glad I'm not associated with that. I'd rather be associated. Jim thinks I'm the Waka Waka Bear. I'm Fozzie, and I'm I'm with that. I know that's who I am when I think of myself as a Muppet. Do you have any acceptance as to which Muppet you are at any point in your life? <laughs> Gosh, you know, and I was, you know, because you asked me if there was one I had, you know, that, like, I wanted right. you to use. I was looking, and I'm like, no, I don't think, I, you know, so that's why I said you pick. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know who my favorite Muppet is, but I'll I'll, I'll definitely uh, just go with the one that feels right. I'm excited. I'll send you yeah. some options uh, for the promo yeah. photograph, but y'all will find out. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with that. I don't know. I think, honestly, most Muppets are pretty cool. I don't know if I've seen one. Like, I know that, like, every now and then you're like, uh, I'm going to have to hate one of these characters. But yet, I've, I don't think I really hate really any of the Muppets. Jim, do you hate any Muppets? I'm going through all of them right now in my head, and I don't think I hate any of them. Yeah, it's just a romp. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed that 1984 was able to make a movie that was, uh, I think, I think I'm trying to think about the pro- problematic things. Maybe I blocked out some of them, but right now the biggest one is just a Muppet shouting "woman" a bunch of times. Um, I don't know. That's a, to be fair, it's a kids' movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that does help. Uh, it's literally it's, one of four G-rated movies that came out in 1984. So. Oh, another thing I could have actually watched forever is the different taglines for Ocean Breeze. Um, yes, those right? are good. Yep. Oh, yeah. O- ocean, <laughs> like Ocean Breeze. You'll so, smell like a ocean liner, but without the boat or the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm an improviser, but I'm tired. So Ocean Breeze. Eh. I mean, I just said one from the movie. Oh, is that one of them? Yeah, yeah that was, was one yeah. of them. Because it's the one he goes, it's a bit long. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow, you got the exact one. You're right. It is a bit long. Yeah. I, I don't remember what the other one was. I thought it was You Stink. Ocean Breeze. Oh. Uh, you Stink or something like Is that what it was? It was Ocean Breeze. Put it on so you don't stink. Stink, yeah. It yeah. was something like that. Yeah. We're getting closer to that. I've said this for years. We need to be able to allow swearing on TV for commercials at a certain point. Because I would love to turn my TV on and be like, I fucking love chainsaws. Do you love chainsaws? <laughs> and you're like, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't before I turned my TV on, but I, you're right. I fucking love chainsaws too. Um, yeah. I do wish there was a commercial that was just like, fuck it. Eat Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to do anything tonight. Fuck it. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> you get a finger in your chili. <laughs> Just like the commercials, like someone's dad just being interviewed for a commercial about <laughs> Wendy's. <laughs> what do you want for dinner tonight? Fuck it, Wendy's. <laughs> I'm tired. I don't want to cook tonight. Fuck it. Wendy's is the closest place. Get me a baconator. <laughs> someone's listening to that or watching that be like, you're right. It's There's one five minutes on the, uh, that way. I'm going to go to that. Fuck making meals. I'll be right back. 
Like Jim, you got a good cry laugh going. Thank you. <laughs> oh, That's, now you know my feeling on whenever I eat Wendy's, which is more than I probably make it just sound like I just did. <laughs> so much bacon on those baconators, I can't do it. It's been a long time, but I, last time I was just like, I think I need to just throw this away from me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baconators much. for when yeah. you want it for when you want it to be hard to breathe for a couple of minutes. <laughs> <sighs> Did you try the frosty? The do you have strawberry frosties where you guys are? Yes, uh, I yeah. haven't. I haven't checked uh, it out. No. Yeah, not the best in my opinion. No. So yeah, I was um because both kids were like you know give us money they now have strawberry and so I was like okay so they went and they got me one uh uh-uh. no I and you know I'm a frosty fan who doesn't like a good frosty yeah, I mean you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you want a milkshake, but sometimes you don't. I just kind of, you know, it's good. But I'll say the strawberry was not a, I, I was not, you know, like thumbs up on that one. I'd rather have like one of their, you know, like massively large like teas or whatever they have. That's better. But Do you have checkers? No, uh, I there do might not. Be, I've heard of it. Uh, I'm going to check to see if there is a, there might be like an alternative in other parts of the country. There's the danger, Jim. See, you ruin the anonymity with locations of establishments. Like, if we start talking about Wawa's, <laughs> we know that you live in, like, in the general East Coast area. Yeah, good point. You know, anyway, so there's I've checkers. I've never been to a Wawa either. I would like to go to a Wawa. Just it, You know, I got yelled at a couple... I was, like, a couple months into being a Lyft driver, and, like, locals would find out that I hadn't been to a Wawa, and they were mad at me, which is weird. Um, it's, I think it's one of those, it's like, we went down to Florida, and I had to go to a Piggly Wiggly. Just, those yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the rules. You, you have, gotta go. I have to say I went to a Piggly Wiggly, you know, mm. and now I can say I went there. So it's like you know, it's bucket the list. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I went to um when I was out in California, I went to uh In and Out. Just because just because right. if like you can't go to California mm-hmm. and not try it an In and Out. Yeah. And then I had it and I was like, Yeah, it's a pretty good burger. I've gone to one Sonic and it was to try to use the bathroom, which is the worst place to try to go to <laughs> Yeah, it is. You have to go to the bathroom. Um, yep. It ruined also, my reputation. I was like, I hate your skates. <laughs> Everything. I, just didn't be. <laughs> I, I love Sonic. I used to get it weekly. I Sonic I, is good. Yeah. Sonic is good. And then also uh, the thing with checkers, they don't do it anymore. And I'm oh. very mad. But they had the best milkshake ever, which was an mm. orange creamsicle milkshake. And it's oh. gone. And I'm so mad. And it hasn't been around since 2013. And I want it back. That's that sounds good. Yeah, that would be good. It was it was delicious. Let me see if it's around anywhere. Well, don't I mean, OK, maybe we can get them to sponsor us considering we lost Twitter. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, rallies. That's the uh, that's the of version of, uh, of checkers. I think we might have one near now. I don't know how close because, you know, unfortunately, things like closed after everything so exactly no one knows what's open anymore no well no because we used to have have you heard of steak and shake yes yes and um they have really amazing you know milkshakes but they have these fries that you you know like if you get like fries and you get like cheese dipping sauce it's always like nacho cheese and everything which is kind of hot it's i say it's spicy but i know normal people don't think it's spicy but steak and shake it was really good it was almost like velvet like velveta like just good cheese mm, yeah but stays like all melty and oh my goodness they were like these little shoestring french fries and everything cannot mm-hmm. find they all closed around us and i think it's just unfortunately you know people not working Sign of the times yeah yeah it's this you know 
they can't Such find. Yeah, it's really. But, you know, when you want some damn shoestring French fries and cheese dip, I mean, I don't really, you know, these places oh, should be open. So you got me a Valveda. I just gave myself a commercial like, fuck it, Valveda. And I'm going to leave as soon as we're down here. I'm just going to go to a <laughs> gas station. <laughs> Valveda. <laughs> no, because one of my favorite mac and cheese recipes, which I was way too lazy to ever do myself. One of uh, my friends uh, made regularly was predominantly Valveda. It's like. It's the secret ingredient. Like I got secret ingredients. I'm like, yeah, it's most. It's just, just say Velveeta. It's, it's okay. Have you done the Velveeta shells and cheese? Have you ever had that? Uh, I've had people put Velveeta and stuff, and I eat it. Uh, so probably. Um... Well, this is like a box because. Oh, no. Well, because when um you know you're teaching your kids how to cook and everything, you know you kind of kind of stair step. Like I'm not like you know go make a brisket figure it out you know so we took a few steps you know like we're gonna do hot dogs well one is they boil you boil the shells like little noodles and then it's just a package of Velveeta soft you cut it and you squeeze it after you've cooked the cooked and drained the noodles and then you mix on the it's you know so what fucks with that Uh, I probably should find someone send you a box because you will you will thank me it's good Matter of fact, I want everyone listening to send me a box. Uh, there you go. I will get a P.O. box going for this. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to the grocery store. Go to your local Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kai. Yeah. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> okay. I don't really have any other feelings. I mean, I really could continue to talk about this movie. I lo- oh, can I just say a couple flash things just to get you happy? Yeah, go ahead. Sleeping in lockers. Excellent. Uh, could have listened to it uh, together again uh, forever. Uh, something about uh, Rolf and uh, fucking Fozzie saying goodbye, hugging, fucking broke me, and I cried uh, as an adult. That bear hugging that dog just broke me. Uh, mm-hmm. Aside from that, uh, I think it's weird that Piggy and Dog. Uh, I thought it, no, no, it's not weird. I thought it was cute that Kermit and Piggy got pinned, and I was like, oh yes, language that's gone got pinned. I was like, oh yes, not everyone will get this. And I think Rolf sounds a little bit like Nick Offerman. Those are my observations for this film. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Miss Piggy had '80s hair. Mama D, anything from you? <laughs> I think I would do the, what's it? Mama, Dada, Poop Poop, Chihuahua from the, <laughs> from the babies. That, cause they kept saying it. So that would be my final Mama, Dada, Poop Poop, Chihuahua. It Thank sounds you. like a mantra that you tell yourself when you need to calm down. We should, we could do like the finger thing where you, you know, like to relax and everything. There we go. See? Yeah. I think it, that's a thing to relax. Yes. Oh, I just to do, do that. Yeah, it's supposed to say calm because you focus mm-hmm. and you calm. If anyone's wondering what we're doing right now, we're going down our oh, fingers and we're, yeah. we're 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 clicking our thumb against each finger and going down. Yeah, and, I've yeah. done that. I've done that my entire life. I didn't know that yeah. was like a thing to calm me down. Yeah. Well, I bet you when you if you think about it, I bet you do it when you're kind of stressed or maybe thinking or you oh, need yeah. to focus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. Oh, so, I wonder yeah. if it's one of those ones, you know, when we're babies and people, we find out that babies just all do the same thing. and We don't know why. I really hope it's one of those things. Oh, uh, like that S that you draw, but the, the S that's like just a bunch of lines. Uh, okay. I'll send you, I'll send you, I'll send it to you in the chat. No Literally everyone on uh, everyone who's listening to this knows what I'm talking about. I'm a D and I can hang on this. I have no fucking yeah, like... thing you're talking about. Jim. Uh, I don't know. It's like an S that like, even in, I remember hearing about uh, in France, they they draw it, and it's just something that like everyone knows how to draw and independently draws it. 
it's not like something that gets brought. It's oh, just something we all universally school, do. Yeah, the junior high S. Yeah, the weird like you do three lines, you do three lines above it, and then you the way you work the lines, it makes it look. Yeah, oh, it's that. It's, it's, yeah. It's, 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 we all did okay. that. We all, I don't know, maybe we all, but there was definitely a time period where I was just like, this is not everything. And we just love to do this doodle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I was like, I'm surprised it's, uh, it, I think it faded. I don't see it anywhere. Do you? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not. I think you're lying, Jim. I think you're making up a thing that doesn't exist. I think that S was just important to you and no one else. Okay, this is what's known as gaslighting. <laughs> like, we all, I literally sent you a picture of it. You can't tell me that I made that up. <laughs> I, that word gets thrown around a lot incorrectly, and that was literally it. All you had to do was say that I was crazy for uh, thinking that it existed. Uh, I'm not gonna. Uh, I love you, Jim. I talk- <laughs> Mama, do you have anything remote? <laughs> Mama, do please save us. I apologize, Jim. Um. Well, please listen to me. I'm on every listening platform there is. It's Pedals of Support. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Pedals of Support. Very simple. And if you would like to email me, I love topics, uh, thoughts, anything you'd like to share. It's pedals.s at AOL.com. And you can reach out that way. And that's petals like a flower, right? Yes, yes. P-E-T-A-L-S dot S at AOL.com. It's a helpful distinction. And yes, absolutely do check it out, y'all. Um, the episodes are incredibly uh, like just rollable. Just keep going. Uh, you know how Netflix gets you with those 20-minute episodes? I know your formula. I see you. You're doing a good yeah. job. Yeah, uh, but you can't stop. And they're all wonderful. Uh, and I I love it. So y'all Thank check you. it out. Um, yeah, no, it's been... You have no idea. It's weird. I listened to uh, there. It's 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 it's. I appreciated the episode about moisturizing. I started doing it. <laughs> episode advice you go. I've gotten better about moisturizing. Sometimes we all just need the advice that's pretty reasonable. Just like bring a jacket. Yeah, it's a solid reminder. Working on that one. Um, yeah, but you you. Oh my God, do I want to? No, you're giving me some hol- like solid hard ones that have actually been really helpful. So uh, sometimes well, we need that stuff in between too. When I started, I like, you know, because it's just me where, you know, I wish sometimes I had like what you guys have, the host, the because you can feed off each other. It's a conversation mm-hmm. when it's just me talking. You, I like to picture across to me who I would be talking to. And I really was kind of picturing maybe the 20s, maybe the teenager, kind of that idea that it's mom advice for maybe somebody who for whatever reason, does not have a mom figure or a parental figure in their life. And I thought, well, this is stuff that I tell my kids, whether they listen or not, this is what I tell my kids. And, but then it's kind of grown where I've realized that maybe there are those listeners, but I seem to have more of the 30 and up group than I thought I would. So I've kind of adjusted what I talk about because you know, those first episodes were like, this is how you write a thank you note. Because if someone oh. didn't tell you, how would you know? And it is important or a thank you email, but it's important to show appreciation for something yeah. that someone's done for you. So that's kind of or how to do your laundry. I mean, I did a whole episode on how to do your laundry. And I realized that I probably had some listeners going, you know, I'm 40 years old. I kind of know this already. But so it's kind of I say it's a choose your adventure podcast. There's going to be some things that you listen to that just maybe, you know, you know, or you think, you know, or you just kind of follow away for another time. But then maybe there's something that 
I've tried to cover all sorts of stuff, you know, from forgiveness to, I mean, and not just how to forgive, but like sometimes you don't have to forgive. So don't beat yourself up thinking I have to forgive everyone. That's the only way to move past it. Sometimes it's not. So I've appreciated the one about uh, avoiding internet scams. Not that I particularly have found, but I've definitely on same level. I feel like I've almost as an adult been pulled into almost been pulled into multiple pyramid schemes. Um, Some of them are crazy what they do. I mean, that one I talked about was like, I mean, I get how, and that was my, oldest son so it's that age group where they are still not maybe making the best choices with money but i look at it and think not oh but they were able to tie in by doing it through friends Mm -hmm. and it's like you know if somebody else that i know told me and i trust you i'm going to be a little bit more like oh well here is my five thousand dollars that i don't really have to be giving to somebody so yeah I love it. Uh, I mean, I was almost avoiding it, but I'll even say it. One of my favorite real topics that actually ripple effect happened is uh, you had an episode that was about just like talk to your parents about how to Mm -hmm. navigate them when they're gone and like the possessions and everything. Oh, yeah. I literally called my sibling up that day and we had that conversation. And it's lovely to hear that we're like all the scary thoughts about us not being on the same page. We're so on the same page. Um, And it's just lovely to know that like got a, we got a we got a general outline of a plan and also like it was nice to reach out to my parents and it's a little awkward to be like hey we're gonna talk about it um uh, but sometimes yes. rather than just it being like a loose joke we always make be like ha, 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 i'm not gonna be here um you gotta you gotta do some real chats about it so i actually found that in addition to moisturizing and bringing your jacket <laughs> don't forget to talk to your parents about when they're gonna die y'all um but if if you genuinely need some a variety of just generally mm-hmm. uh some helpful tips along the way uh i highly recommend you've definitely you. been um helping my brain out a lot lately and I really appreciate it, the work you do. Oh, thank you. And it's nice to know, you know, as I think I started doing this because I'm down to, you know, one kid in the home most of the time. So I've got all this mom and it's like, what do I do with it? And to think that maybe because people say things that help me. So it's nice to think that maybe I am saying something that helps somebody else or just letting them know that I trust, I believe in them. I believe in you. It's hard. Life's hard. So, well, thank you, you know. for putting more love out there. I honestly, yeah. I know it's a, just a generally human to human. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. I think we could all be doing a little bit better about supporting each other. So, yeah. I'm all for advice podcasts in general. You've even mentioned it. I think you just give solid advice, human to human. So, um, well, thank you. As a parental figure, as just a human, keep on keeping on. And I, I really appreciate what you do. Well, um, thank you, Jim. You're fine. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> sitting here writing uh, my next episode about <laughs> uh well thank you so much folks we're gonna be thank back you. uh next week we're gonna you're gonna hear us talking about uh the muppets and christmas at the same time uh we're gonna be have returning guest andrew Neelis back for that oh, um yes. you heard him talk about uh the third jurassic park movie well let's hear him talk about muppets and holidays I don't know. That was the best promo I could do for next week. Uh, come back. Uh, we're going to keep talking about Muppets movies, and uh, it's going to be great. Once again, Jim, you're fine, and Mama D, you're great. Okay. Thank you for that correct assessment. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. You and you're my best friend. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to Patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.